Hello and welcome back to the Future World Life Podcast and this is the latest episode of my Top 20 Lessons series and today's lesson is just about the size of the world. Sounds obvious but there's a couple of guests here who talk about how work has changed and uh, particularly how we can access people via the internet. So our first guest is Liz Agarby. She talks about her experience moving to Lagos from London and how that changed her way of thinking about entrepreneurship and how she brought that into her online business. Second guest is Nicholas Cole. He's a digital writer, one of the biggest on the internet, and also the founder of Ship 30 for 30. And he demonstrates the point of why it's good to go niche, particularly as we underestimate the size of the global audience. I've always loved um, entrepreneurship. I don't know what it is. Maybe because everyone in my family is an entrepreneur, like everyone down to my 20-year-old brother. Um, (laughs) So I think as well, the culture that I'm from, um, where like I'm from Nigeria. So um, I worked in Lagos for five years. And when I was there, there's a very, very strong entrepreneurial spirit. And um, the willingness to take risk and try things is next to nothing. Like if A doesn't work, you go for B. B doesn't work, Mm. you go for C. There's just loads of drive. And I had never lived there before, but my parents grew up there before they moved to London. And so after doing my dissertation and speaking to a few people, I decided to go out there and work. And it was so interesting, huge culture clash, um, totally different... (laughs) from the UK I did have a soft landing because I worked at um, a multinational so I worked at Unilever and then um, most of the companies that I worked for were um, international companies but um, it was a really really interesting experience but one thing I you know learned there is that everyone had a side hustle everyone was Mm. entrepreneurial whether you were the investment banker whether you were the lady down the road you know with a little kiosk shop you know everyone was doing something yeah and so I think I really picked up on that fire and that's actually when I started my platform for working ladies so it started off as like a digital content platform so back then we only had and this was 2016 had the website then we had social media um and the way that made me realize that people want this was because the page was just organically growing. Mm. And when I reached out to writers, I reached out to a bunch of people on LinkedIn that I literally just typed in either communications or writer. And, <laughs> and then a bunch of people came up. I emailed them. I said, I'm thinking of starting this platform. It's around career development, entrepreneurship, wellness. Would you like to write? And then I found 20 people online. And then that's how I got about 30 articles in place before the website launched. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think one of the biggest drivers was living abroad for five years and just seeing that entrepreneurial spirit in people. So that was Liz relating her experience of moving to Lagos to starting her own business online. Now we can hear from Cole. I'll tell you, I've completely over-rotated here. I, a year and a half ago, if you had told me that we would be building a raging on-fire course teaching people how to write online, my first response would have been, that seems too small. I make this mistake too. We all make this mistake. We have a flawed understanding of how many people there are in the world with a specific problem and how easily the internet can connect the right people to the right problems and the right solutions. 
And so I'll give you a perfect example. Most people would say, I want to, I'm going to write, or I'm going to create a course on how to write better. Just writing better generally. Right. And there's a lot of people in the world that would think that's too small. Right. Oh, writing is just a small niche compared to weight loss. Right. And so already the thinking is kind of screwed from the very beginning. And then it's not until you get inside that category that you start to realize that you actually need to be way more specific. So the first big decision I made, I I wrote a book called The Art and Business of Online Writing. For six months, I debated making the title of that book, The Art and Business of Writing. Because writing is broad and Mm. and I want, quote unquote, as many people as possible. And I ultimately decided to niche down and call it digital writing because I was like, look, everything that's in this book is about the internet. Like this isn't, I'm not telling you to go in a log cabin and grab your chapeau and load up your corncob pipe and get to work on the next great American novel. I'm explaining to you how algorithms work. Right. And so if you're going to be something, just be it, just, just own that category. And so as a result, I just cut the market in half right? You go writing, I cut away 50% digital writing. All right, niche down. Then I keep going and I realize digital writing is really broad because digital writing encompasses 10 different platforms. And am I talking about self-publishing books on Amazon? Or am I talking about writing Twitter threads? Or am I talking about writing articles on Medium? Or am I talking about building a newsletter? Right? Each one of those, you could go down the rabbit hole. And so ultimately then Ship30 comes along and we go, okay, we're going to pick one platform, it's Twitter. And we're going to pick one problem, which is not all the things that have to do with digital writing. It's how do I start writing? That one word defines the entire niche. Hmm. The niche is not digital writing broadly. The niche is start digital writing. And when you understand that problem and you understand who's then taking ship 30, a beginner has very different problems than someone who's been writing online for 10 years, right? So you can't cater it to both of those people. You have to pick. Am I speaking to beginners or am I speaking to experts? We go, Mm -hmm. all right, those people, we'll get there later. We're going to speak only to experts. And now I've been at this for a year and the more that we build, the more I feel like I'm going to have to spend the next five years only speaking to beginners because there's so much here, but no one ever thinks that, right? And no one ever thinks, oh, this tiny niche with this tiny problem is the thing that I'm going to spend all my time on. And that's, that I think is the biggest fallacy of how this whole creator economy works is everyone thinks they need a million followers and all the attention in the world. You don't. We started ship ship thirty was started when Dickie and I both combined had less than five thousand Twitter followers combined. Now right. we both have combined yeah. what three hundred thousand. So that was Cole talking about why you can now go niche in the global world. So thanks again for listening. See you again tomorrow. <laughs>